Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Now, we typically do not read GQ magazine. It's not something that's on our reading list in these parts. But when we do, we love it. Oh, it's so good. Now, I have not improved my fashion sense at all. I don't really need to improve my fashion sense. If you've ever met me, you know that I am Mr. Fashion here at Fox Sports Radio. Seven years in a row... Voted Mr. Fashion. I just beat out Jason Smith last year. Uh, and it's a, a very, very big honor that I've, I've picked up over the last seven years here at the company. So a couple times a year, this GQ magazine, which I guess is still a thing. Who reads the actual magazine? I, I read the thing online. I didn't pay a cent for it, but somebody's paying for it. So GQ magazine, they interview athletes a couple times a year. Usually they do one football player, a basketball player, and a baseball player. I think I'm right on that. Sometimes they'll mix hockey in, but that's the general cadence for the, the guys over at GQ. So that's what they do. 
Now, some of these interviews are just a complete bleeping waste of time. We don't bring them up. We don't talk about them. Nothing there. Nothing to see. Move on. And other times, you get Jalen Ramsey. You get Jalen Ramsey, who made an appearance for the ages in that publication. Now, if you did not see this, if you've been out of the loop here and you haven't been paying attention, it's a bad job by you. There'll be a test later. You might have missed this because you either don't care about Jacksonville, you don't know what GQ magazine is, or whatever it might be. Whatever excuse you've cooked up. So, Jalen Ramsey, the mouth of the South for the Jacksonville Jags, whose day job is plausibly to play defensive back in Jacksonville, he moonlighted as a boxer. And he was throwing verbal haymakers, trash talk to the 10th degree, and he was tearing up a number of quarterbacks. There's a lot of stuff here. There's a lot of stuff. But Jalen Ramsey went on this rant for the ages. He has his own personal hit list, if you will. He went through the quarterbacks in the NFL, and he just at the top, you had Josh Allen, the rookie for Buffalo. Trash, according to Ramsey. Joe Flacco sucks. Yeah, Ravens quarterback. Who else? Ben Roethlisberger is, quote, decent, according to Ramsey. Matt Ryan is overrated. Deshaun Watson's going to win an MVP award 100%. Carson Wentz will be neck and neck with Watson for the next five to ten years. We can go on and on here. He went through the list, uh, a litany of quarterbacks. And that's just the tip of the spear, right? So you get the point. So let's talk about this. Now, the question, we'll frame it this way. What? did you make of Jalen Ramsey's rant heard around the NFL? We've had rebuttals. We've had people coming out of the woodwork, crawling out of the woodwork, crawling out of the walls to make statements about this. Now, my thoughts on it, I have Rossian minimized and the water restrictor. Now, it might not sound like I can possibly put those in a proper cadence, but I will. I'm going to attempt to do that right now like a magician. So you've got Rossian minimized and the water restrictor. We'll tie that together. Now, number one, have always had a place in my heart since about the time I chose to make this my career for the trash-talking defensive back or wide receiver. In this case, we're talking defensive back. It has been a staple of the NFL way back in the Middle Ages, before social media became a thing, before the internet was even really a thing. Back in the old AOL Netscape Navigator days, Jalen Ramsey is simply taking the baton from Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman's injured. He's washed up. He's he's going through the motions with the Niners. Jalen Ramsey's taking that baton from Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman who took it from past generation. There's other guys, Darrell Revis, Revis Island, that whole thing with the Jets. Uh, The old school guys, if you want, it's hard to say old school because it doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but it was. You had T-Buck, Terrell Buckley, who became a trash-talking legend on sports radio on the old Jim Rome show back when that was a thing. Uh, And and T-Buck was on that. And the benchmark, Deion Sanders, prime time, back in the day. We are talking about nuclear codes, right? That these guys, they, they said the cheat code there, and, and they were you know, they had the nuclear codes, and they were dropping nuclear bombs. But uh, this is football. And that particular GQ rant, and I think I read the whole thing. I, I read it online. I assume that's the whole story. Jalen Ramsey had a it, – it had to me 
a Rossian feel to it. Now, what does that mean? That means, as in Jeff Ross, if you're a fan of Comedy Central, you know that Jeff Ross is the Roastmaster General. You cannot have a traditional, authentic comedy roast on Comedy Central without the Roastmaster General Jeff Ross there. I don't think he does anything else. I don't think he acts. I don't think he actually does stand-up comedy. I don't think he has anything other than those. I've never seen him anywhere else. Uh, to my knowledge, he's never been in any TV shows, any movies, any of that stuff. And maybe he has. I don't I don't pay attention to that, but I, as far as I know, he has. All I know him from is the comedy roast. That's what Jalen Ramsey was doing. He was just, he was rifted, man. He was going for it. <laughs> he was. Now, the, the second thing here, Ramsey, his skills, this is more evidence that his skills are being minimized in Jacksonville. Now, let me explain here. Yes, Jalen Ramsey was in the Final Four of football last year. He was in the AFC title game against the Patriots, representing Duval. I know. I get it. However, Jacksonville is not and will never be a high-profile team. You've got the haves and the have-nots in the NFL. And Ramsey came this close, this close to being on a glamour team. You flash back to when he was coming out of college and the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? They were hot and heavy. There was a deep flirtation that was taking place between the Cowboys and Jalen Ramsey. And the scuttlebutt before that particular draft was that the Cowboys were going to take Ramsey, and it didn't work out. Imagine how much fun, how much more enjoyable things would be if this Jalen Ramsey with all this erratic conduct and behavior of Jalen Ramsey, if that was on display on a high-profile team, my God, would that be good. It's good anyway, but it would be even better. It would be even more enjoyable if only it was in a different location. I remember Jerry Jones canoodled with Jalen Ramsey before the draft, and he's the Cowboys GM. He got talked out of it. I think they drafted some offensive linemen, if I remember, before the relationship could be consummated. It's a bad job by them. We know Jerry loves stars. He's a star effer. Imagine what he would have done with Jalen Ramsey. It would amazing. Now, the last thing here. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, I, I guess he's lucky. CNN doesn't cover this kind of stuff. because The, the language that Jalen Ramsey is using here, I mean, very offensive uh, language towards quarterbacks. You can't use these terms in uh, modern society. Uh, how dare you, right? Uh, what do you say? Josh Allen's trash. Joe Flacco sucks. Terms like that. Those are dog whistles. How dare you, uh, Jalen Ramsey? Uh, how You cannot do that. Now, these comments overall, uh, having seen them all and seen the reaction, the reaction did not was not warranted based on these comments. To me, they were mostly benign. We have said many of the same things over the last handful of months, the last handful of years here. Now, who are we? We're the the voice of the common man, the overnight show here. That's all. We do this all the time. We talk about these quarterbacks. And we've said, again, very similar things about all these quarterbacks. What Jalen Ramsey did was he removed the water restrictor from the showerhead. And if you happen to live in a state that restricts the flow of water in your shower and you go to YouTube and you look at a little video there on how to remove that water restrictor and you increase the water pressure 
and then you take a shower and you imagine how much better that is. You just think about it. If you've not done it, it's, a, it's so much better. That's what Ramsey's done, right? He is, he's taken the water restrictor off the shower head. And he's been empowered by this GQ magazine. He's shot from the hip. And people don't like it. They're uncomfortable. I don't what's the big it's a football player. Who the hell cares what Jalen Ramsey thinks anyway? I think it's I think it's amusing. Getting worked up over Jalen Ramsey. And I was in lockstep with a lot of what he had to say. I was right there, side by side, banging the drum with Jalen Ramsey. He was evangelizing about NFL quarterbacks. I was right there. There's two things that Jalen Ramsey really screwed up. He really messed up. You know what those two things are? I'll tell you. He said Deshaun Watson is 100% going to be an MVP. There's no proof his body can make it through an entire season. I think Carson Wentz knows about that. He got hurt last year. Uh, So if you don't make it through an entire season, you don't win the MVP. So that's ridiculous until he proves he, he, meaning Deshaun Watson, can play the entire year. And Ramsey lost about 90% of all credibility when he said Lamar Jackson should have been picked higher than 32nd by Baltimore. Terrible, horrible, and really bad. The reality is that Lamar Jackson should pray thank you and should send flowers and chocolates to the Ravens' front office that he was able to get them to draft him that high as it was. What do you think about all this? You, I assume, you, well, you heard me talk about it, but maybe you read it yourself on social media. It's been reverberating around there, the echo chamber of sports conversation. So what's your 10 cents on this? We will take your phone calls. If you would like to be part, the number, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller, and you can be part of the festivities here, and we say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia is right over there. Now, Jalen Ramsey is a pretty good player, pretty good player. I think a lot of people would love to have him on their team, but I think uh, if he doesn't talk, a lot of people are not going to know who he is. So this is uh, part of him trying to get his name out there. Trying to get some attention. This is is what defensive backs do, right? They have a lot of bravado, Richard Sherman. These guys have to do a lot of talking. The the, the reason GQ Magazine wanted to interview Jalen Ramsey was because they knew he would be coming out with a blowtorch. They knew the guy wasn't going to hold back. How is that different from what I just said? He has to talk so people will know who he is. People already knew who he was. No, he's not a household name. You could not be more wrong. Oh, please. Jalen Ramsey is not a household name. You could not be more wrong about Jalen Ramsey. I'm 100% right. You make it seem like no one knew who he was before this interview. You're completely wrong. The only reason they know him is because he talks. They should know him for his game. He's a great player over a short amount of time. He had talked... For the last couple of years, he talked. This is not new. It's just that it's all put in one spot there in this magazine interview that he did. And I, you know, I love these guys getting on there, you know, evangelizing about, oh, this is terrible. Jalen Ramsey shouldn't be, you know, talking trash. People ripping Jalen Ramsey. I, what, what's the, who cares? This is fine. I have no problem with Jalen. Talk, talk all you want. You got to back it up. You don't back it up. People will give you a hard time. That's life. Big deal. 20 years from now, it would be out of the NFL. Who the hell's going to care? Probably a lot shorter than that. 
Well, who knows? I don't know. Maybe he'll play you know, some of these defensive backs. Was like a, a no. Green, lose, a step, Green. lose a step, and they're that gone. That guy Green with the Redskins, didn't he play like Yeah, 18, that's the one guy, Daryl Green, yeah, one well, guy. That's the example I've chosen. Well, that was the one you needed to choose. It's a good example. So I liked it. So. How about Kurt Warner? <laughs> Kurt Warner, who I like. I'm a fan of Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner came who? out, and he got on his soapbox. He said, I'm, I'm glad I didn't play when Jalen Ramsey did, or he may have crushed my confidence and who knows where I would have ended up. No need to weigh in on the kind of player I was now. Yeah. Any quarterback that's confidence is crushed because Jalen I think that was sarcasm, don't no, you? No, I don't think it was. <laughs> Kurt, Ran- Kurt Warner does not do sarcasm. I don't believe he does. I think he does in this I case. I don't think he does. I've interviewed him before. He does not. Tom Looney asked him in an interview I did with him, about people running up to him in airports saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus! Which was clearly a sarcastic question, and he answered that it straight. That was a sarcastic question? Yes! <laughs> he was goofing around. It was, he's the you man don't think people Looney. actually do that, though, to him? But Warner, he, you obviously don't know Kurt Warner if you think that, that he was. I don't think he does sarcasm. I don't. I don't. I think, he I, was, I think everyone does a little sarcasm. I don't think Even Kurt did. Warner. I, I had a boss that worked at this company. I will not reveal her name that did not get sarcasm, and she never understood sarcasm, and she was my boss for over a decade, and she didn't get this show because of sarcasm. I'm not going to name her name, <laughs> but uh, she didn't get it. By the way, what? Dodgers win. Yay! Dodgers win. It is a final at Dodger Stadium. 4-3 in 12 innings. Dodgers beat the Giants. Because of my pep talk last night? Oh, I'm sure that's it's my it tough is, love. Yeah. you got to give a pep talk every once in a while. The boys listen. They rallied around me. Manny Machado coming along, man. Yeah, that's right. They Look. rallied around me. They did. Good God. Manny, Talk about sarcasm. Manny Machado, Eddie. Did I not did I not say I had a case of buyer's remorse? He said, wait a minute. Maller's upset with me. I better go out and get a bunch of hits. Three for five. That's what he did. Man gets hit. <laughs> I'm a results guy. When I put you on blast, when I put a bullseye on your back, you either perform or it's over. And these guys, they've stepped up right there. Dodgers are the hottest team in baseball the last day. Nobody's got a longer winning streak, I think. Was there a doubleheader yesterday? (laughs) I got to (laughs) check. Actually, there was a doubleheader yesterday. Was it a sweep, though, in the doubleheader? Not sure. Not sure about that. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 45 days away from the end of the regular season in Major League Baseball, the 30th day of September. We're 69 days away from the start of the 2018 World Series. Game one of the World Series on a Tuesday night, October 23rd. That's when it all begins. And it's more likely than not that neither the Atlanta Braves or the Miami Marlins will be in there. Certainly not the Marlins, but the Braves have a shot. It is the story of the day in baseball. Ronald Acuna Jr. for Hotlanta. Now, I assume we, we talked about this earlier. Maybe you weren't listening last hour. You might have been covered up by some other programming. You might have missed it. But Acuna Jr., did he hit another home run? No. Ronald Acuna. Removed from Wednesday night's game with the Miami Marlins in town. Why? He was hit by a pitch in the first inning. In fact, it wasn't just the first inning. It was the very first pitch of the game. 97 miles an hour on the radar gun in Georgia. A Marlins pitcher by the name of Jose Iria came out there and delivered the gas 
right on to the elbow of Ronald Acuna Jr., who's been hitting home runs at a ridiculous rate. It was an obvious intentional beating. Acuna was initially able to stay in the game, but then he was pulled out. And the Miami Marlins, the person of interest right now, is this pitcher, uh, Arena, uh, who was just vilified on social media. He became only the fourth pitcher since 1920 to hit the only batter he faced in a game as a starting pitcher. This only happened four times. The last person to do it wasn't that long ago. It was John Lackey, the Lackey, with the Angels back in 09. He nailed Ian Kinsler, who was playing for the Rangers at the time. So many are of the opinion here that Don Mattingly, he's the manager of the Marlins, if you didn't know that. Don Mattingly is a heathen for intentionally having his starting pitcher, Jose Iria, uh, come out and nail Ronald Acuna, that this is a an act against humanity and that there must be some kind of justice, some kind of retaliation here because of this. Now, some have turned to name-calling. The Marlins pitcher and the Marlins franchise in general have been called all kinds of names here. Urin, Urena, rather, the, uh, the starting pitcher there has been called weak, Bush League and the Marlins, a classless organization, which all those things could be true, and that doesn't mean that this was a bad particular play. So I wanted to talk about I want to get into this here a, a bit, and we'll frame it this way. The, the question is, the, the Marlins' act of hitting the Atlanta Braves slugging, 20-year-old slugger, Ronald Lacuna, is this a fair or foul play? Now, I am going to go against popular opinion here, and I will uh, play devil's advocate with most people because I don't know what the hell you're doing. I don't know what kind of things you're smoking. I don't know what kind of world you lived in and grew up in. I don't know. Uh, Maybe you can educate me on that because the way I grew up watching baseball, this is absolutely fair. It's not foul. It's not wrong. It's not illegal. It's not a crime against humanity. Don Mattingly doesn't. You know, don't, don't need to get the the torches and you know drive Who? him out of baseball and all that stuff. The pitch. Never heard of him. You don't need that. Uh, my perspective on this: you've got the white flag, poorly executed, and vengeance. Now you get those things. We will link all of this together. Now, the the first thing is the fact that Ronald Acuna Jr. being drilled with the pitch. Well, it sucks that he got nailed. He had to come out of the game. This is actually, in baseball parlance, a badge of honor, right? It's a badge of honor. It's a class status that Ronald Lacuna now has, at least when he plays the Mars. Now, why do I say that? It is the ultimate sign of respect in the sport of baseball. This had been for 100 years before the Mr. Softies took over in baseball, but it had been the ultimate sign of respect when a team can't get you out. They're besides themselves. The, what the Marlins have done here is they've hoisted the white flag. Don Mattingly handed out the international sign of surrender to Ronald Acuna. And it was an emasculating week. It's been an emasculating season for Miami. But in particular, they have had no ability to get this guy out from Atlanta. Acuna, he's been hitting home runs at a Ruthian clip. And so the Marlins finally... At their wits' end, they're like, all right, we give up. We give up. And at the same time, the very same time that was going on, 
Uh, yeah, they were attempting to keep Acuna honest and all that. I was playing like He-Man against Miami. I looked up the numbers. Heading into that game, when he didn't have an official at bat because he had to leave after being hit by the pitch, we're talking about a three thirty-nine batting average, six home runs, and 17 RBIs in 14 games for the Atlanta Brave outfielder against the Marlins. Think about that. Now, that might not seem like a lot. You're saying, well, it's August. That doesn't sound like that much. In the context of the fact that he hadn't been in the major leagues all year, uh, this has been a phenomenal stretch, and it's most of the work he's done that has created these accolades and and these, uh, these, these celebratory things being posted on social media have been based on his work against the Marlins. 31% 31% of Acuna's home runs have come against the Marlins. 39%, almost 40% of his runs batted in have been against the Marlins. If you take away his performance against the Marlins, he's no longer a phenom. He's just another young player. The guy has been dominating the entire Marlin franchise is what he's been doing. All right, let's hear from Don Mattingly first, and then we'll hear from the Marlins pitcher. Here's Don Mattingly, the skipper of Miami here commenting on whether or not this was intentional, not intentional, the ability to throw inside, outside, and all around. Here we go. If you watch Jose pitch, pretty much every first pitch of every game is is pretty much there. And we, we talked to Jose right after the game, and basically he's saying he he know the guy's been swinging the back good and he's trying to get one close. You know, he's wanting to run it off in there, and, and that was the purpose of his pitch. And that's exactly what he told us. And I talked to him before that, uh, that, you know, it's like this kid's swinging the bat good. we we got to figure out how to get him out. Right, so uh, did you believe anything? I don't believe any of that. I mean, listen, Don's been around. He knows how to play the game. The first rule of Fight Club is don't talk about Fight Club, right? If you're the manager of the team and you tell the pitcher to throw at the other player, you don't then get in front of a, a whole bunch of reporters and say, yes. I told this guy to drill Acuna and throw as hard as he possibly could. You're not going to say that because then Mattingly's going to end up. He's likely going to be suspended anyway, but it would be much worse. And here's my point on all this. There, and the second thing, there's, there is a fine line between baseball vigilante justice and Bush League status. And this Marlins pitcher, Jose Arena, who was on the mound there, the mistake that he made was he ended up hitting Acuna in the elbow. You drill the guy in the elbow. You're looking for a fleshy part of the body. You want to hit the tuchus because you can hit the derriere and people are like, well, that lesson sent. And you don't have these people sending these messages like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing they've ever seen because a baseball player got hit by a pitch. A couple things happened. I went back, I watched it, Zubruder film style, and I noticed, and you can go back and it's on the internet, you can watch it over and over again, The Acuna, what he did was his body shifted, his elbow went down. If the elbow had gone up, it would have hit more of a fleshy part. It wouldn't have hit the tuchus, but it would have hit a, a fleshy part of the body. We would not be in the situation we're in today. So the mistake is where we have the debate, right? It's not that the Marlins and this pitcher are Bush League and weak and classless and he's a scumbag and all that stuff. Drilling a guy on the left elbow, which is a funny bone violation, it was poorly executed. That's poor execution is what it, what it was. I, I don't know Don Maddenly all that well. I was around him a little bit when he managed the Dodgers 
uh, briefly a few years back. And you know, this this is this is how he, he played back in the the 1980s. Now it didn't necessarily happen to Mattingly, but I recall, and maybe I'm completely wrong in this, but I recall when George Steinbrenner managed the Yankees, and back in those days, and if someone destroyed the Yankees, they were going to get drilled with a pitch, and if they didn't do it. George Steinbrenner was going to trade their asses and he was going to fire the manager if that didn't happen. And it's the, the mindset is no player is going to show us up. And if you show us up uh, and by dominating and being good at your job, you're going to get chin music. But now we live in a time where you want no confrontation. The younger generation of sports fans have decided they either cannot or will not handle any kind of physicality in the sport of baseball. One of my favorite plays growing up was the play at home plate. That's pretty much been neutered. The anticipation of the runner coming down the third base line, running as fast as he could. You're looking at the relay throw or the throw from the outfield, trying to anticipate that point of collision. The ball coming in. Will the throw be offline? Will the catcher catch the ball? And then the runner trying to truck the catcher. It was an amazingly entertaining play. And now... We have no balls left. They had to get rid of it because Buster Posey screwed up and misplayed a ball, and God forbid we have to change the rule that's been around for 100 years. And how about the second base play? I remember uh, you know, when, I was, when I was younger growing up watching baseball, and you knew when you ran into second to break up a double play that there was going to be a, conclu- a collision. You knew that there was a chance that in that particular play – that the second baseman might hit the runner with a throw, and you also knew the second baseman with a shortstop was going to get likely spiked, that, that was, there was going to be a collision, and it was acceptable. The people in the sport accepted it. That's how it worked. Now, because of the ridiculous play involving the Mets and Dodgers and the, the overreaction because of the New York Mets being involved, the Chase Utley rule was in play. Stupid, dumb, idiotic. And now, even a simple thing like a guy playing like Barry Bonds all roided up and hitting all these home runs, and the other team comes back and says, all right, we surrender. We're going to give you the ultimate sign of respect and drill you. Now this has become controversial because baseball fans are wusses. They're a bunch of wusses. All right, stop. Stop, please. It's sanity. You know, and the execution, as I mentioned it earlier here, the, it was poorly executed. It kind of reminds me. Of, of what happened with the UFC. Now, it's a Maller conspiracy, but it is my belief. Remember when that, that, there was that, that fight promotion in New York? It was in Brooklyn, and Conor McGregor threw, <laughs> threw the, uh, what was it? It was a little truck he threw. Uh, he threw at the truck. I forget what it's called. No, it wasn't, it wasn't, well, he threw a dolly. Yeah, it was a dolly. That's the term. That's the word. Thank you, Roberto, the dolly. So he threw the dolly at the truck. Now, here's my theory. All right. I, I maintain this. I'm the only one that has this. I maintain that Dana White and the people at the UFC encourage this because it's good get people talking. We'd be on the front page of all the tabloids, and Conor McGregor just took it a little too far. Just like this Marlins pitcher, Don Mattingly's like, we got to send a message. This guy's killing us. This uh, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., he's got 40% of his RBIs and over 30% of his home runs against us. we got to send a message. And the pitcher, the execution of the pitcher, Jose Urena, his execution was the problem. And he hit him in the elbow. If he hits him in the butt, we're not talking about this. All right, the parting shot here. 
So what happens next? We're going to find out how bad the swelling and how bad the pain are for the Braves' phenom. And despite some early reports of doom and gloom, so far it is not that bad. The Braves did announce after their game with the Marlins that the x-rays on Ronald Acuna Jr.'s left elbow were negative, so that's a good sign. Uh, We will know more later on Thursday. There's going to be a CT scan, uh, which will be announced. I guess the Braves don't pay enough to get that announced right away. So that will be announced uh, later on on Thursday, and then we'll wait for the other shoe to drop. The Braves and Marlins meet again in Miami. Miami, Miami, Miami next week. So I, I would think with anticipation, the Marlins could double their attendance. There might be eight people at that game watching to see what happens. So they could double their attendance. And I would expect a lot of warnings, declarations being made. There will be a, a retaliatory act coming from the Braves. It might not happen in that series. Maybe it doesn't happen until next year. But I would expect vengeance, evening of the score to take place. And the, the problem is the Marlins are a crappy team without stars. I looked at the Marlins roster, and if you were to try to get a pound of flesh, who is the equal on the Marlins of this guy Acuna? I don't see one. The Marlins don't have someone of that stature, so you're going to have to hit somebody who's like a, a pretty much a nobody or close to a nobody. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. On a newbie night, if you're new to the show this hour, welcome. It's all new callers all night. The regulars get the night off. It's all new callers. Now, well, we had a tweet from Cowboy Killer who uh, wanted to know if we were going to do the over-under of regulars to sneak in past the coupe de loop. It's kind of a tradition we usually do on yeah, newbie we didn't night. Do, we have not done that. No. Yeah, we've not done the betting. We had no regulars last and hour. And we're one hour down, and, yeah. uh, and no regulars have snuck in yet. We didn't take yet, a lot of so. calls last hour, though. I wanna, I'd like to take more this hour so we can get more calls. on. I'll set the over-under. I'm going to go low. Uh, I'm going to go one and a half. How about that? One and a half regulars. Over, under one and a half. I usually take the over in these situations. Yeah, definitely taking the over on that. Roberto? I would say one. T- that would okay. Be, okay, that would be the, the under. under. That would be under, uh, that yes. would be the under. Yes, over, under, one and a half. So you're going to take the under. And it's uh, up to Coop. He's the, the gatekeeper. I see some people on hold here. They want to try out for the talent show. That's coming up next week. We've got our minor league baseball appearance. If you're able to, if you're, geolo- if you're geographically able to show up, we'd love to see you. I understand that many people cannot make it. I, I totally get that. I am not going to judge you in any way if you cannot afford it for whatever reason. But next Friday, a week from Friday, we're going to be at a minor league baseball game. It's on my Twitter page. It's pinned to the top there in San Bernardino, San Bernardino in SoCal, out in the Inland Empire, past the Inland Empire. Uh, we'll be out hanging out with the people, throwing out the first pitch at a minor league baseball game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Who knows what other hijinks could uh... You have no idea. You come up. I don't know. I, I, I literally, I don't. I will not know until I get there. I'm, ben in the past has has uh, raced a mascot. I did. I, I raced Kaboom the mascot at a game in Lancaster. We, we sang "Take I Me beat... Out of the Ball Game" horrifically. That's uh, true. At a, at a minor league I, game. I be, I want to point out that that night. I don't think you were at that game. No, at, I was in, not in Lancaster. But I beat Kaboom. Well, I heard and, you cheated, which is a shock. Well, no, the mascot cheated. Okay, it that's was, not what I heard. It was a as the president would say, it was a rigged deal. Okay, what happened here? Was we had an agreement, me and the, the, the I, I was uh, I was somewhat obese at that time, Eddie, uh, and I was racing the mascot. I said, "Well, I don't really." It was a very hot night in the high desert, 
of Southern Very California. Yeah. And I didn't really want to do it, but I said, oh, okay, do it. You're here. You know, it's your night. You got to do it. So I said, okay, fine, I'll do it. And they said, don't worry, you're going to win anyway. The mascot, the, the way it was all rigged, you know, like these mascot events are all rigged. And so they told me, they said, the mascot will jump out to a lead. You'll come from behind. You'll win the race. No problem. So, well, sure enough, the mascot jumps out from the lead. I go ahead of the mascot. So everything's going as planned, Eddie, with me and Kaboom, the mascot. And then all of a sudden, off script, Kaboom then skates past me, right, running towards home plate down the third base line. And, and that's when you cheated? Well, no. What I did is, I, okay, if Kaboom's going to go off script, I'm going to go off script. So then I just shove Aha, Kaboom. There's the well, no, but Kaboom. That's, no, hold that's, a sec. That's cheating. No, 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 Kaboom started that. A race because, is not no, supposed to be a contact a event. It's like a Harlem Globetrotters game with the Washington Generals. You know who's going to win? It's like a WWE match. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Game. Let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, let's do it. Here we go right now. Here we go. Let's do it. This right. should be impressive. Yes. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has taken a little flack the past few days for some critical comments that he made about his young receiver's effort and practice. On Tuesday, he did not back down, saying that it wasn't personal and that it's his job to say the things that he feels can advance the team. Ben, do you agree with Rodgers' tough love approach? Yeah, this is another one of those stories that's no big deal. People getting all worked up tonight about this Marlins pitcher and the, the Braves and all that. I look at the, the, uh, the story in Green Bay the same way. First of all, Aaron Rodgers is right. He's clearly seeing poor work habits by the receivers there. He wants to nip that in the bud. I'm going to assume that he attempted that in private. It didn't work. So now he airs his laundry in public, and he's hoping the Packer wide receiver contingent is going to respond. And B, if Green Bay has a bunch of Mr. Softies in their receiving core, then who the hell cares? As an old radio friend years ago told me, uh, lazy people don't realize they're lazy. They think they're working hard, right? If you take your job seriously, if you show some work ethic, you've got nothing to worry about if you're a receiver for the Green Bay Packers. That's it. Big deal. Next. Now, you've said in previous editions of Third Degree that you don't think it's necessary for Carson Wentz to play in the preseason. Well, the mayor of Philadelphia isn't sure if uh, he should play in game one of the regular season either, cautioning that you don't want to rush Wentz back when you have the best backup quarterback in the league. Ben, does he have a point? Now, the mayor of Philadelphia ought to keep eating cheesesteaks and, 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 and leave this alone. Absolutely not, right? Uh, number one, Nick Foles sucks. I don't care if he won a Super Bowl. The guy sucks. He's not a starting quarterback for a team that wants to win in the NFL during a full season. He's not a viable long-term starter. Uh, and I don't care how many people call up and say I'm stupid. It, it, that's the reality. right? And the Eagles know that. He's going to be exposed. He's got major weaknesses. Major flaws in his game there, Nick Foles does. And he didn't even play well at the end of the regular season last year, which makes it all the more surprising that what happened in the out-of-body experience, the supernova in the playoffs. And number two, Carson Wentz, if he doesn't play in the opener, it's a giant red flag. Right? He's already going to have to deal with the, the humongous knee brace, limited mobility, uh, you got to get out there and play. What are you, what are you waiting for? Week two? That's going to make it all the difference in the world. Next. Mariners fans thought that they could finally make the postseason this year, but then the Astros remembered they were the defending champs and the A's got hot. 
However, Robinson Cano made his long-awaited return on Tuesday night. Do you think he can help propel them to the postseason? Well, I watched a lot of the A's-Mariners game, and yeah, they came that extra inning game, which was scoreless into like the 11th inning. Yeah, I'm on the Mariner bandwagon, man. The, the A's aren't going to even make the playoffs. Seattle's going to get that last wild card. Uh, they're only two and a half back, I believe, right now. The A's have overachieved. They'll come back to earth here. I believe the phrase is the regression to the mean. The Mariners will play better. My money's on the Mariner Moose to upend the Oakland A's. There it is. Mallard of the 33. How do we do? I won. I won it. I won the game. Woo! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's now time for... Time for... Well, hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. It is a fun rama on the Ben Maller Show. Another arousing, breathtaking, overly dramatic, some call it intoxicating edition. Mallard of the third degree. We passed very nice. the microphone. That's not an overstatement at all. We passed the microphone over to the Koopa Loop, Justin Cooper. Ben, we'll start off with a question for you. Woohoo! Uh, this is from Gerald on Facebook. Hello, Gerald. Ben, how long do I need to put the pizza in the oven without burning the garlic? Yeah, that's a good question. Now, it depends on what kind of oven you have. There's a lot of things that go on this. First of all, it depends on the oven. Do you have a pizza tray or not a pizza tray? That's number two on that. But usually what I do is I, I cook the pizza, depending on how much cheese, onion, garlic, the ratio of all the items. Now, I like to have a lot of, a lot of onion. A lot of green pepper, a lot of garlic. I can put more garlic on there than the green pepper and the onion. Uh, but to answer your question, you cook that bad boy at about, you don't want to cook it too hot a temperature. So I usually cook it about 410, 420. Uh, I shouldn't say that, Coop. I'm sorry. 410 then, Coop. I don't get Coop excited. 410 on the oven, and I cook it for about 15, 20 minutes, depending on the uh, my oven. I have a pretty good oven, so I do uh, about 15 minutes, and I'm good. All right, next. All right, this is another question for you, Ben. Good. Back-to-back, belly-to-belly, face-to-face. This is from uh, Nick in Denver. Hi, Nick. He wants to know, Ben, what happened to the medals? Bring them back. Oh, yeah, they're in oh, my bag. Wow. We forgot. We like, we went away on the holidays or whatever, and I forgot. I have the medals. They're right here in my bag. Yeah, Roberto doesn't know about those. I'm open to doing that if you want. All right, then perfect. We'll start next week. We'll do the medal thing next week. We'll start it. All right, so ask Ben your questions, our answers. For those that don't know, Someone, I don't know who, wink, wink, provided us with medals, and the winner of the games, Mallers Mountain Money and Password, get the medal for the following week. Yeah. All right. Uh, next. All right. This is a question for everybody. This is from Manic Mike on Twitter. Group question. Yes. Uh, other than monetary items, what do you keep in your wallet on a regular basis? I have no idea. Uh, let's see here. Other than monetary items, I have a... Uh so no, I can't say money and credit cards. I can't say right, that. Right, right. I have some old hotel keys. I stayed at, I guess, a courtyard by Marriott years ago. Why do you still ago. have that? I don't know. I just, <laughs> I don't clean out my wallet. I stayed at an Oxford Suites. I don't even know what that is. I stayed at that one time. I got one of those. What else do I have in my wallet? I have some. I used to go to Disneyland. I had some. I have some Fast Pass redeem <laughs> tickets. Oh my god! <laughs> clean your wallet. <laughs> I have a Costanza wallet. I don't clean it out. And I have a uh, an a SAG after card, which I've never used. I have some old business cards. I never use those. Although I oh, I have some I, my M Life cards in here, Coop. My total rewards. I have a tap card. If I want to ride the subway in L.A., I can take that. <laughs> uh, Eddie, what do you have in your wallet? 
Well, I would say everything in my wallet has something to do with money. Uh, you have I mean, nothing else? No. Oh, except for my driver's license. Yeah, everything really? else is- uh, oh, Aren't you special? Gift cards, Costco cards. Well, I have a, uh, I, have a, I just found a Cold Stone uh, 10, you get a no. free ice cream with 10 ice cream purchases. <laughs> I've still got my uh, Raising Cane's card. I got to use That's that. That's a good one. Yeah. You got to use Saving that. We love our Raising Cane's. Yeah. Movie pass. Somebody gave him movie pass. Yeah, I got one of those. On the show. Bummed yeah. out about that, though. What about you, Roberto? Anything Same special? thing like Eddie. Well, everything everything has to do with money. Got, wow. Credit cards. Yeah. Those are so boring. Yeah. Real, no, for, no, no photos, right? No photos. Yeah, I don't have all any photos either. I don't have any. Yeah, that's all on my phone, too. What about you, Coop? I don't have any photos, but I've got my 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 Vons Club card. That has to do with money, doesn't it? It's a discount yeah. card. There you go. I mean, there's not money on it. You don't, like, pay with that. Okay, well, I have that, um, too, for what that's worth. I have my, my key card to get into the building. Oh, you keep it in your wallet. Yeah. I have that, too. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Of course, my Costco membership card. Oh, I've got that. And then I've also got my my health insurance card in here. Oh, you yeah. know what? I have that as well. Okay. Uh, let's try to sneak another one in real quick. It's Ask Ben Your Questions Are Answered. This is a quick one. Uh, everyone uh, From Cardiac Stanley on Twitter. Uh, for everyone, do any of you know how to perform CPR? I did learn some CPR. I forgot. I think I could. <laughs> yeah, do, I, I think too. I could do it though. If anybody choked, Eddie. According to the PSAs on our network, it's just the chest compressions, not the breaths anymore. So oh. I think anybody can kind of do that, right? I mean, you just. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you need to be trained. You could. You could hurt somebody. Roberto, well, so you, you learned the option used to, of death yeah, or trying. I used to work for LAUSD. Yeah, years ago, I I yeah. was trained on it. I forgot though. Sorry. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment. Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.